Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, I want to tell you about the lab. If you haven't heard, it is wellness. Anywhere you go, you could listen to it like a podcast. Um, they're basically live Zoom classes, but you could listen to them on a run, or you could turn the camera on and engage with them. We have a thriving community of like-minded people trying to live better lives, and it's been amazing. Not only do we have the foundational classes like codependency and and, uh, ch- and trauma and relationships and all that, but we also have a lot of fun classes because it's so hard to make friends as adults, right? So we have tarot card readings, we have soul shower, we have astrology readings. Uh, we're turning wellness into a lifestyle. We're also uh, going to run a retreat soon. So come and hang out with us. Come ride with us. Go to the website to get into uh, the lab and then go download the app. We have a brand new app out with tons of audio. I'm going to give you a discount code um, and this is for a limited time. So if you're listening to this, you could join the lab for only $20. It's like a drop-in fee. For three months, it's $20 a month. Go to tatlab.app. That's tatlab.app. And the discount code is live better. It's case sensitive. So all lowercase, one word, live better. And I will see you in the lab. I'm looking out the window of my kitchen and staring at the rain coming down. John, no one cares what you're looking at. Just get to what you're going to say. Well, actually, um, what I'm looking at has to do with what I'm about to say because uh, there's something very cozy, especially if you live in Los Angeles and rain is rare. There's something really cozy about uh, the rain. I love it. I'm an introvert and I love just staying inside and uh, playing with my Legos. I'm what they call, um, I have uh, what they call uh, JOMO. So it's the opposite of FOMO. When someone doesn't invite me to a party, I feel joy. I, I do feel a little hurt in the beginning because, of course, you know, I, I like everyone else will take it personally. But after that, after the little sting of pain, it's just like relief that I don't have to go be social. That being said, I can be extroverted, but I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert um, at the end of the day. This has nothing to do with this episode, uh, but I just thought I would throw it out there. Okay, love in our 30s. That's what I want to talk about today. Um, I think our 30s, by the way, let me just insert real quick. Um, there may be weird noises that come out of my mouth uh, because I'm not feeling well, so I will move the mic as far as I can. But uh, if you hear anything, I, I apologize in advance. Our 30s, I think, are a t- tipping point decade when it comes to love because for most people, <coughs> we have um, gone somewhere and come back or we have gone somewhere and come back many times and our hearts are no longer powdered snow like the they were in, in our 20s. By the time we get to our 30s, we have been hurt. We have been uh, possibly betrayed. We have experienced, you know, the underbelly of love. We have turned the rock over and we have 
um, seeing the, the dark parts of love. And so um, our hearts are now not powdered snow, but maybe ice, hopefully thin ice that you have cracked because 30s are also all about forgiveness. The 30s are also about um, softening. You know, I think in our 20s, we <coughs> walk the world with uh, white knuckles. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of reactions. And then in our 30s, we, we uh, so- hopefully you're softening in your 30s. I mean, that's not everyone. I know people who are in their 30s and they're angry and reactive and throwing chairs and all that. But mostly our 30s when it comes to love is a, a, a decade of reflection. Now, toward the mid and, and, and uh, later th- years of our 30s, I think um, we start feeling a sense of worth. We start uh, not just saying it because we've heard these things and read about these things, but now we're actually starting to practice things like non-negotiables, you know, things that you are not willing to negotiate because that shit didn't work last time. And we're starting to really hold them with two hands. We're um, moving what is important to it. We're, we're shuffling our love deck, if that makes sense, and putting weight on different things. So if in your 20s you were just about chemistry and attraction and what you felt, now in your 30s, although you know those things are still important to you, um, there are things that are more important, like does someone have the ability to, to hold a safe space? Do they have capacity? Do they speak your language? Do they have the same values as you? You know, um, Do they have passion? Do they have drive? Or do they have a fire in their belly? Like things that are greater than pretty eyes and a nice butt. And there's nothing wrong with pretty eyes and a nice butt. We all want uh, those things. Uh, <laughs> but, and, they're, and they're, of course, important. Um, but they're just not at the top, you know? And so now we're pulling from, um, also a place of worth. And I think this is where things start to tip where, um, what I mean by that is we start to give ourselves better love experiences. And here's the tricky piece because we're not used to better love experiences. And by better, I mean healthy, there's going to be some resistance, you know, there's going to be, and this is what's hard about love in our 30s is is that we're, we're pickier so you know the the giant um <laughs> the ocean has turned into a little um pool and if you're uh, one of my frustrated clients uh in their 30s who are sick of dating apps and swipe culture and just super discouraged which is uh why i wrote single on purpose um it's not even a pool it's like one of those plastic uh little plastic pools they they sell at the uh drugstore that your creepy uncle used to um buy and put in his front lawn for the neighbor kids to play in okay anyway so that's now your um your (laughs) basically your your choices uh shrink as you get pickier and um you care more about who you want to invest in right your radar gets sharper. But on top of that, on top of your pool uh, getting smaller, the other thing that's hard about love in our 30s is when we do find someone who we want to invest in and who we believe that we deserve, there's this weird like we have to swim past these breakers because we're used to the lightning in the bottle 
And in our 30s, chances are, uh, especially if you move what's important to you around, uh, you're, you may not have lightning in the bottle. You know, it's going to be a slow burn. It's going to be meeting someone, um, being present, checking a few boxes, really getting to know them on a, like a 360 whole human level. And then it, it's going to be a lot of like, uh, you know what, this makes sense. Uh, this person is good for me, but I don't know if I'm feeling it. It's going to be a lot of back and forth. And that's because our bodies are used to um, the what I call the uh, episodes of uh, Telemundo. The um, all or nothing, the drama, you know, the, the, the shit in high school that made uh, this uh, uh, emotional roller coaster ride that actually fueled chemistry. And a lot of times when you search for healthy relationships, because that is missing or it's a lot smaller, we sometimes think that uh, the, we blame it on the chemistry. And so what I mean by swimming past the breakers is to, to actually sit in that and to explore it. And yeah, there is a chance that it may be um, not for you and that there is no chemistry. Of course, that could be truth. Or it could be you resisting or you feeling or stamping that something is boring or 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 um or that there's no chemistry because it's not toxic or because it's not crazy or up and down right because it actually is calm and so we without knowing it can label safe and healthy and good for us relationships as boring or this person is not it or you know whatever and so uh, you just have to play things out, and you have to really, because I don't think there's a there, you know there's there's no like knowing knowing, I mean or maybe there is for some, but I, I mean at least for me there there wasn't. Um, love in my thirties was a lot of fighting with myself. Love in my thirties was a lot of exploring, um, going out with, with different type of people, exploring different attachment styles, different love languages, different energies, you know, and then making a choice based on all of the above, but also based on um, this goal of giving myself a, a new love experience. And I think, and I know I talk about that a lot, and, and you may be sick of me saying that, but no one ever talks about giving themselves a new love experience, right? Everyone talks about how hot someone is and, you know, like what they drive and, and what they make and all the superficial shit. Um, or they talk about... Um, you know, uh, being with someone who is, is safe and supportive, and that's all great too. But a new love experience, a new love experience, a new love experience, <laughs> that is what you want to give yourself. Because that's how you convince your body that there is something different out there. Because you could logically think it and you could read about it. You could hear stories about it over mimosas, you know, during your uh, girlfriend's brunch or um, whatever, your your friends, uh, just when you guys talk about what's going on in your life and over crepes. Um, but until you actually experience it, there's nothing more convincing than an experience. So you're rewiring your body, uh, training your body um, to take in something new. And that's not something you could read. That's something that, uh, or watch, that's something you actually have to experience. So I think our 30s are all about that. And if you swim past the breakers, the contrast, the, you know, whatever comes up 
when two people collide, the, their histories and insecurities and their triggers and all that. Like if you work through all that and swim past that, then I think you have something more accurate. You have something more real, and then you can make um, a better decision. And by the way, this is not coming from therapy books. This is coming from my own personal life experience. Um, the current relationship that I'm in now, uh, I mean, it's actually in our book. It didn't start off lightning in the bottle. It started off um, two left feet. It started off, uh, you know, um, me being ambivalent and not knowing. And it started off very rocky. It was a very slow burn. And now after three years, um, it's one of the best love experiences I've ever had. And I, I still learn things every day. And it's, um, you know, and, and it doesn't hang on um, that explosive chemistry. It hangs on um, things that are uncomfortable. It hangs on leaning into discomfort and learning and growing and appreciating uh, and all of that and stretching, you know. And it's in that stretch, I think, that love can be bigger than you. Because then the relationship uh, is not just about you, but it's actually helping two people grow and expand. And so if that's important to you, uh, then a new, a new love experience is definitely going to help you with that. So that's my opinion on uh, the kind of love we look for in our 30s. And uh, I'll do another one about our 40s. And then I'm going to have to stop there because I'm not in my 50s yet. I'm close, but I'm not. So don't rush me. I've got a couple more years. Unless I move to Korea. Because if when in Korea, they count the year that you were born. And that's why I live here <laughs> in the States. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that, and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo. Journey coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.